Oh. I'm sorry, are you addressing me? Because your authority is not recognized in Fort Kickass. <laughs> Welcome to New Music Saturday, hashtag NMS. Uh, sorry, a little bit, we're a little bit late. It's myself, Dr. Bones, and my partner in crime, the guitars are which they were, Mike Five. What's happening, buddy? Good evening. I'm well, very well indeed. We are running a bit late, and it's entirely my fault, so sorry about that. Uh, it's not my fault, too fair, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We'll, 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 take, we'll uh, uh, take, take partial blame here, right? So, <laughs> oh dear how are you you right oh man really good and man do we ever have a kick-ass show like i was saying in the video um uh what uh well before we get into that what we're going to do uh from now on like we have been doing is uh em's been helping uh been helping uh pretty much being the videographer right but Unfortunately, she she was out today, so kind of had to selfie it. But whatever, it's not a big deal. But we've been trying to um, do different kind of like uh, kind of like funny funny promo videos as much as possible. So we've been trying to think of weekly because if we have a, uh, any kind of I guess like th- kind of a theme to show because normally we don't because it's it's so eclectic and so all over the place, which is the way we like it. Mm. But uh, so we're thinking of doing that. And, uh, but just, just generally speaking, man, we have just this, this show is just gonna be like, like super loud the first part and essentially continue on into part two. But man, we got a lot of brand new stuff. Uh, the second part's pretty tripped out and it's almost, it's almost some of the theme of part two is kind of like a NMS part two, like the, the, the tripped out. And the last three songs I was having a problem with, I was thinking like, Thing tripped out, tripped out a new, tripped out a new, tripped out a new, or 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 possibly like a uh, rape in the grave. And then this thing is like, oh my god, like I gotta forget this. It's like 
I was like, heads of blue, man. Like, what was I thinking? Like, like right away, it's like, and there's like, which one, now? Now the question is, which one do I pick from from Cosmic <laughs> from the album? It's like, um, uh, and it's like, you know what? We'll go, we'll go with one of my favorites, and probably my friend of the album. We'll go with Air Raids. We'll be playing Air Raid later on, in part two. Nice. And uh, this band I told you about called Marbles Jackson, which we played very earlier, early on in the year, so probably right around March. And uh, they're still working this new stuff, but we'd be playing uh, the song we played uh, like almost a year ago now because it's just hard to believe that's it's already December, which is crazy. <laughs> and, and Christmas is literally right around the corner, so uh, don't, yeah. Don't even bring that. I, I, I bought, uh, <clears throat> bought a Christmas tree today and uh, took it home, I had to sort of. Squeeze it into the car because we always buy one that's slightly too big by mistake. Uh, take it home and uh, realize we've got to cut the top off because it's uh, bending over on the ceiling. I was like, damn. So, so I was sure this year we'd get the right size, but no, it's going <laughs> to. So, <laughs> so essentially, no, you guys were a mix of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Mr. Bean. Pretty much, Jay. That's kind of my entire life, actually. You know, you know, where he puts a huge tree on, on his little mini and pulls yeah. it away. <laughs> And you know the funny thing. The funny thing about that is, I was telling Ennis, and I know I, I'm actually no, I'm pretty sure my dad told the story because I told him to tell the story because when he was uh, uh, just before college, he and a buddy drove from Toronto to Indiana, which is probably about um, let's say eight to nine hours because right. you got to go Toronto, Michigan, and take Michigan through up to Indiana. But they drove in a little mini like that. <laughs> and Amazing. You got to think this time too. This is like. 60s, 70s, so there's no air conditioning. It's probably like, humid as hell, and there's this tiny, teeny tiny little car. <laughs> the good thing for my dad is he's not that tall. He's a short little guy. He's 5'7", right? So he's like, but still, it's like it's still like a funny story. It was like when I hear, when I hear that, it goes, oh yeah, because it was hot that summer, and blah blah, and like, and just just a quick relation. I know this is kind of way off topic, but just on the topic of, of human being summer, I remember uh, so years ago when a good friend of mine in Michigan, before his daughter was born, he goes, oh, he goes, he goes, you know what? You better have Robin. She's lucky. Goes because she 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 turns around and she goes. And for, my, except for my brother wasn't there. He goes. These three little assholes were born, were born during heat waves when there's really any air conditioning in the hospitals at all. Because I was sweating balls in there. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know there's because like, like oh, you just start out of laughing. <laughs> And my buddy Eric, he, he looks at me first. He's like, "Do I laugh at this? Is it okay?" <laughs> Because normally, because normally my mom like she'd have certain moments like that. She wasn't completely conservative. No, she was a little bit more kind of laid back, like like I am. But you know, yeah. she had those moments every once in a while. And the other thing I'm bringing it up is uh, because this past Wednesday, the 28th, uh, has been uh, 13 years since she passed away. But just a quick note, just to, you know, we're not going to turn this into uh, to uh, uh, oh, for lack of better words, uh, sorry, man, but a sober, a sober show here, <laughs> but, uh, but you know what I mean? I, I started bringing it up. So man, like I said, we got kick-ass, uh, uh, part one, part two, part one's be pretty effing heavy and we're kicking it off with, uh, a brand new ill-advised song, which will be on his new upcoming album, which will be out next year. Um, I can't remember if he's got a date solidified for it, uh, yet, but, uh, this one is called Starless and Through the Divide. This is a world premiere, hashtag world premiere, and a big thank you, Harry. So here we go with ill-advised and stars through the divide. Dig this.
And there's a world premiere of a new song called Starless Through the Divide off his new album coming out next year called Nils Year. And man, what a badass track that was. I mean, he never sees it too amazing. He always is so inventive and, uh, and innovative and just a different way he mixes the songs and just his ideas behind the lyrics and, and the formations of these albums. Because, I mean, there's like a central plan, so to speak. And man, I never, ever tire of his vocals, Harry. But that guy, man, he just got that crazy range and just kind of perfectly fitting for the alternative grunge kind of all alt uh alt rock at, uh, in the a uh, man like how, what can you say like i mean it's just i know i'm kind of kind of quote unquote fangirling here but man 
this 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 guy has got uh this crazy crazy talent and man and he- hearing this think of how that th- this song is badass enough think of how how good the rest of the album is going to be when it comes out <coughs> that's the thing man it's going to be absolutely fantastic so i'm really looking forward to it i've pre-ordered a cd uh, i'm not sure if we've got the I don't think we've got the date because I think it, the, the release date's been pushed back I think right. a couple of weeks because it's just sort of finalised and stuff which is cool I mean frankly you can take as long as he likes because it's going to be amazing Oh yeah. Um, but yeah it's, it's just going to be so so good it's so good to hear some new stuff from him anyway uh, the guy is just a complete legend and I, I just absolutely adore um, everything he does but yeah he took these uh, kind of couple of uh, was it two or three I can't remember in the end, um, kind of preview tracks if you like and they were just absolutely amazing um just having a listen the other day and yeah this it's just banging man it's just so 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 good he's got a fantastic vocal like you say he really knows how to write a tune there's loads of emotion there's real epic quality in there um the kind of that particular one that the sort of driving um rhythm in it's really nice that kind of electronic drum thing right uh, pumps it all the way through it's nice little dips and breakdowns and stuff he's just excellent he's just the you know the blueprint for how to write excellent songs i think it's just really really cool um so yeah i'm really looking forward to really really looking forward to the rest of the album i think it's gonna be fantastic mate so just before we move on and i saw it because uh he uh harry replied to it and uh i saw the actual part of the feed on twitter and it's about adam levine idiot from maroon 5 and saying that no rock is dead and hip hop was same one percent of the future and blah blah blah. So I was like, man, I said, are you effing kidding me? He said, I don't, I don't care how much money that idiot is making. Like he's just speaking of that, speaking it out of his ass, like big time. And <clears throat> no, Harry, Harry replied to uh, kind of Rolling Stone and, at, and Adam and Adam Levine, as did I. And uh, um, I think I will post it later. But uh, <clears throat> I was like, I was like, I, I, the first thing is like, are you joking me? Because he's saying the forefront of innovation in the music industry, uh, while rock suffers, was like you have to be joking. So what I put, uh, I put this statement would have uh, would have merit if at Adam Levine had any idea what he was talking about. Also coming from someone whose band was essentially a Jamiroquai ripoff. <laughs> You know, which is like, and lastly, Ed Levine has said, you're not proving anything by wearing that Wu-Tang Clan t-shirt, uh, you effing poser. <laughs> <laughs> it, this whole thing, it, it drives me a bit, I've got to write something on this one day, but the problem is it'll turn into a book. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it just drives me insane, right? Because, it, you know, this rock is dead phrase, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's it's been around forever in different forms. You know, people said the music industry was dead uh, because the music industry, you know, sort of 130 odd years ago was people printing sheet music. Um, and then someone invented the piano roll. You know, those pianos that play right. themselves. And everyone went, oh my God, the music industry is dead. We can't, we can't, um, can't print sheet music anymore. We don't need to because the piano plays it for people and no one's going to want to learn it. And of course, sheet music sales went up because everyone went, oh, I really want to learn that because it sounds really good on the piano. Mm-hmm. And it's just the same every time. It's the same with, you know, um, when radio came in, when there was a wax shortage in the war, they couldn't, right. um, couldn't create vinyl. It's, the, it's obviously the same now when you've got um, streaming coming in versus downloads. It was the same when you had downloads of Napster and stuff versus oh, CD. Yeah. It's always the same. And then this rock thing where people have sort of just, you know, specified it and said everything's dead by genre. But basically, Gene Simmons, I mean, I'm sure he only opens his mouth when he's a bit poor and needs to earn some money. From yeah, right. 
Even an article, coincidentally, the person that wrote the article and interviewed him was his son for a new magazine. Just like, he's like, oh my, I can get my dad to do it. Like, oh, you can have the job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he does this thing, yeah, Rock's dead, yeah, because everyone killed it by downloading music for free. And then any other, anyone else that's kind of like, oh, I really need some attention, like this fucking idiot. Anyone yeah. that goes, oh, I really need some attention, what can I say? They go, oh, I'll say Rock's dead. That's it. I'll say Rock is dead. And then everyone will print loads of shit. And, you know, those are things. Either today or yesterday, it's like Corey Taylor's responded. It's like, look, I, I really like Corey Taylor, but just yeah. shut up, don't engage. You know what I mean? Just ignore well, all this like you know, stuff. Stop getting it. It's just bollocks. Uh, to, to be fair, uh, I know which one you're talking about, but Corey Taylor did get engaged, but he only he only kind of just dropped a few lines and he was done with it. Like he didn't he didn't add on to. It. He said what he had to say and he was done. He didn't touch it. That person came back at him and he's like, yeah. no, I'm done because I said my piece. I got nothing more to say to you. Like he he didn't yeah. say that, but just that's that's just the the kind of the way it was portrayed and the way you kind of got it is like because you know what even though being this, the the singer for Slipknot, um, you may not hear about it all the time, but and I know I'm big, like big fan of Slipknot and Slipknot fans and people who don't know that well but know about Corey Taylor's background. He Corey Taylor really is a stand up guy. Like you know he he's he's a, he's, a, he's actually a really, actually a really decent person. And that's why okay. when I'm just, I just trying to remember with who the bat was with, even the stuff he said, he was still very uh, um, uh, conservative about it. You know what I mean? He still kind of yeah. laid into the person, but he wasn't like, F this, F that, you're blah, 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 blah. It was just kind of like, no, think about it this way. You're going to, here's the bigger picture, right? Yeah, no, he's very eloquent. And, you know, it's, that's what I was looking for. Love, love Corey Taylor. I think he's brilliant. But it's just like, I know what you mean. I get, I get exactly what you mean, though. I totally get it. Yeah, and it's just like, and there's no need to pit kind of rock and roll and hip hop against each other. Like hip hop's great. There's loads of great. There's right. also loads of rubbish. Rock and roll is great. There's also loads of rubbish in there as well. But it's not about you know who's better and who did this and what's done and what's not. It's like you know every every independent artist, no matter what kind of genre they're in, goes through the same struggle of trying to make it and trying to get somewhere and trying to be right. you know as big and as as good as they can. I saw Mud Honey the other week to you know. I know, I saw that. I was like, man, I've seen Mud Honey in years. Like, I saw oh, them when their album um, "Every Good Boy Deserves Fudge" came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I just I love Mud Honey. So I've seen I've only seen them twice. And um, but you know, there's like six, seven hundred, maybe eight hundred, nine hundred people in the room, and that was it. You're like, well, that was a massive, huge band. And apparently, Mark Arm kind of works in a record store. My mate was saying it just like packs. Well, not in a record, like a wet record warehouse, and packs right. records and stuff for okay. nine months of the year, then goes on tour for three months a year because he enjoys it. And it's like it doesn't matter. How big you are, what you class as success, what you class as, you know, nothing is dead if you keep it alive. If you just keep doing it, do what you do, play, have fun. You know, um, Eddie Vedder um, once said that um, uh, Neil Young was kind of, uh, well, I assume still is kind of like a father figure, and, you know, they've been on stage a few times. Yeah, oh, yeah. Neil Young apparently gave him this amazing piece of advice where he was like, because yeah, obviously Neil Young's been huge and then no one right. knew who he was, and it was huge, you know, he's gone through this up and down. He said, just, just, just keep doing. You know, when when Kirk Cobain died and all that, and a couple of years later, kind of, you know, grunge bands started sort of dissipating. He was like, just just keep playing and keep doing what you do, and you know, if it comes back, it comes back, and if not, you had a great time and you'll still have fun. And he did exactly that, and of course, they're still going. And it's just like, just do that, and yeah. don't worry about what's dead, what's alive, what's this, what's that. How many right. magazines can I get into by saying something fucking stupid? It's just like, oh, exactly. Honestly, I could run for days, but I'll leave it there. Uh, but it's just like such a stupid argument. <laughs> exactly. Right? So here, here's, but here's two quick things before we move on. 
uh, on the subject of uh, Neil Young, because Neil Young did, you know, he did Soul Stuff, he did Buffalo Springfield, he did Traveling Wilburys, you know. So yeah. he's, 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 done, he's done quite a bit. And then we were talking about the other night because we were talking because I think it was because of the, the Adam Levine thing. And she uh, she goes, well, it's just, it's just, it's just like these people who uh, who were saying that uh, uh, that uh, Kurt Cobain uh, wrote, it's, it's, uh, wrote himself, it's, it's better to burn on the face. I was like, no. She's like, oh, I know that. It was Neil Young. She's like, what new young song is it? And I was thinking about it <clears throat> for some reason. I was like, it's like, I think it's old man. It's like, I was like, like, no, no. It's like, oh, it's man. It's hey, hey, my, my, damn it. You know? <laughs> but yeah. but either way, I mean, I just, I just, uh, and the other thing is too. This is more of a kind of funny thing, but again, related to music is we mentioned the word eloquent. Uh, Primus on their album Frizzle Fry, the song Mr. Know It All. He says, yeah. and one of the lyrics says, "Perfection is my middle name," and whatever rhymes with eloquent. <laughs> so, so yes. there, there you go. Uh, uh, a quote, a quote, and props to Les Claypool from Primus. So <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, there you go. We're a few minutes in. We played a fantastic, amazing, brand new song and had a whole debate about uh, music <laughs> and rock and roll and everything else. So I'm now pumped and on fire. Right uh, on. Ready, well, ready to go for the next man. one. Who knows what we'll talk about next? <laughs> brand, new, brand new Grass Cutter and uh, Dave from Grass Cutter sent us uh, to me because they're actually working on stuff right now. They should have an EP out soon. And he just goes, keep in mind, this is one of our other, our uh, uh, many, uh, which I've done before. And usually how the songs come together, kind of, you know, they sit with a bottle of whiskey and they go at it. They record, record, record. So it's not completely finished because uh, Manji, the drummer, hasn't put his uh, tracks on it yet. But this is the first of about three we have. Uh, so, uh, and I'm pretty sure they're playing tonight. And they're playing in Newcastle because that's where they're from. But here we go with brand new grass cutter again. So pumped for this. This one's called Braided Silence. Dig this. A silence braided and our hands bound tight The fading future dying by firelight Once the sky clears there'll be blood on these walls This cold room lost in the dead of night this angel shaman gifted with a second sight My heart is bleeding but no one can see it at all
even lost its will to fly A thought frozen in time behind a closed eye A wondrous concept failing to ignite saving grace A candle dancing in the shadow's gaze A guiding light to navigate this dark maze A beating heart of blue and black so lost in space Right on. That was Grass Cutter and Braided Silence. And that was, uh, as Dave put in the email, another kind of uh, drunken put-together song night. And that's how uh, most of the, the songs have come out. I mean, it sounds, I guess, kind of weird. But, I mean, they just, they just go out and they jam, jam, jam. So it was him and Tom. And uh, Manji will put his, uh, his, uh, his drum tracks down on it, and I believe they're playing it tonight in Newcastle. I'm trying to name the bar, but uh, they'll be playing that tonight. But uh, tonight we're also starting uh, something that uh, we've thought about in the past, but we're going to probably start doing is we're going to do like a double feature, so kind of like a band of the week. And uh, so this week it's Grass Cutter, and not because new songs, but just because, you know, we have it's a good start. But either way, Braid Silence, uh, just like always, Dave is just, he just, his, his lyrics always grab you because they're always so deep, and it just tripped out and soulful and just you just he has that voice to follow him in and he, he never you never can get enough of that just because you know you just <clears throat> i mean obviously most singers are passionate about the music but this debut can feel it every single time yeah absolutely he's just got <clears throat> such a soulful amazing voice it's really nice actually hearing that stripped down um like obviously i'm sure it's going to sound fantastic with the drums and everything else but it's nice hearing stuff that's stripped down from them because it really highlights just how strong his voice is and that bass line oh mate that's so trippy and weird i love that that's great the funny thing about that is too is because i mean it's it's pretty much it's pretty much tom doing the guitar and the bass to start out to start off with so and yeah. Tom, Tom is man. He he's man. That guy is one hell of a guitarist. Let me tell you. So it's always yeah. cool to see what he's come up with. And I just I can I'll never forget the first time I heard Angel's Truth, and just the jaw just dropped like holy crap! Like where do these guys come from? And I've never heard anything like this. And these are one guys that we will get on NMS uh, shortly now, probably in the new year as well. And uh, what we'll try to do is like they done they did before they came on after a gig. 
Oh, nice. So yeah, it was it was, it was pretty funny. So all three, so it was it was Larry, I was uh, Larry, Tom, Dave, and uh, and Mangy. So it was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> a couple more things. Uh, in the new oh. year, I think I talked about this already. I believe it's the twenty sixth of January. I think that's a Saturday. I'll double check if not. We'll be talking to Terry and the boys from Q Cliche because they got they got music coming out. And I was talking with Amanda today, and we're gonna set Summer Moon for January fifth, uh, Saturday. So they'll be the first interview of the new year. Oh, very good. So we'll be talking to Amanda and Steve January 5th, Saturday, January 5th at 10 p.m. GMT, 5 p.m. Eastern. So that should be a lot of fun as well. And looking forward to that. And uh, <laughs> so, man, we just we got, we got so much stuff on the horizon here. So let's keep it uh, rolling here with a band called The Howling Lords, which we interviewed a couple weeks ago. And this is off their new album called Texas Medicine. The song's called Looking at Me. Dig this. See you looking at me
right on the howling lords with looking at me and that was some good kind of blues rock alternative right there and uh, no, to quote him saying you know i'm not the perfect man well i am speak for yourself <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like oh come on nothing a little bit a little bit of a cheesy zinger i know but i know i kind of get him in the i can so we love a bit of cheese. We love a bit of cheese. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, mate, I love that. I just, the, like I said before, when they write stuff, it's got this proper rock and roll. Speaking of rock, is not dead. I mean, come on. It's got this proper rock and roll, kind of swing, bluesy thing going on. But it's this dirty, heavy, fuzzy nastiness that goes with it that's just so, so good. It's such a great combination. It's such a great band. Oh, and they were good fun to interview. Where were they? They were just backstage before a gig, yes, weren't they? just, just before, yeah. Um, we had various connection problems because they're in some island in the middle of Scotland or something, but they were absolutely <laughs> amazing. Just top quality lads um, and a really cool team, man. I love that. But the, the album Texas Medicine is awesome, and it's available on Spotify right now, too. I'm pretty sure iTunes as well, but it's, it's a great album. Texas Medicine, The Howling Lords, and that was looking at me, and that was just, yeah, just that was some kick-ass blues rock, kind of alt-rock, alt uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so next, we're going to get something a little heavier, and uh, played this last week, but, you know, this guy always just always kind of gives you gives you quality and uh what 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 can you say by uh, what can you say about operation neptune spear he's he's a he's a hard rocker he loves bacon and the music's awesome so <laughs> so here we go with operation neptune spear and mainstream dig this Yeah. 
God, that was Operation Neptune Spear with Mainstream, and only he can make, I call it funk rock metal like that with like a heavy voice, just sound badass as hell, man. That's like, such a great tune. It's probably one of my favorites uh, to date. Yeah, absolutely. I really do love that because like, the more I listen to that track in particular, the more I realize that it incorporates kind of, there's this groove element to it. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the riff that comes in, and I think it spins off into the side and there's another riff that's similar that comes in just before the chorus. <clears throat> it's just so, so cool. It's like if you broke that right the way down and turned off all the gain and everything, it would be this kind of almost funky, bluesy. Yeah, kind right, of, eh? But it's like, but he sped it up, laying it with filth, and then gone, revolution! Yeah. <laughs> And, and that's what I love that's what I love about Operation Neptune Spirit man like and that's one guy I don't know if we asked before if we, if we tried but man if he'll if he'll do it we have to get him on for an interview at some point yeah I'd love to I'd I, love I think to that'd be just, just the just the the, 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 the kind of the, a crowning moment and there's of course so they'll we'll, we'll, have, we'll have to ask about the, the about the bacon obsession even though I like bacon too but you know <laughs> Everything can be solved with bacon, apparently. So, mate, who doesn't love bacon? Though I think the best thing about this, right, is he's from South Yorkshire. Now, all I know about Yorkshire generally is I'm pretty sure Wallace and Gromit are from there. Yeah, that that I've heard of too. And Postman Pat is set there, and and it's you know, Yorkshire is this quaint little. I'm I'm totally stereotyping the whole of Yorkshire, <laughs> but uh, Yorkshire is you know supposed to be this quaint little country lanes, little stone walls, beautiful countryside, um, you know that sort of thing. And then this happens, you're like, yes, <laughs> it shows you the other side of Yorkshire, mate, and it's a heavy side. <laughs> well, either way, man, we got lucky because like yeah, that's uh, yeah, he he's something else. He's he's one hell of a musician. I'll, I'll de- definitely give him that and, and many more. So next up is a brand new song by Lutz we didn't get to last week because we just kind of ran over time big time. So this is another new one by a band called Lutz and they did send us a Christmas song so we will try to get to that. I'm not crossing tonight but maybe for the end of the, the new year. Mike will be out the next few weeks. That's why I'm going to uh, ask uh, Stu if you're listening buddy uh, if, we can, if we can bore you for a couple weekends man that'd be awesome. So Stu from the Premium Blend Radio Show, so you check him out. He's got a fantastic show. Always got great guests on, like live interviews, live playing. And also, you should check out his Better Half's uh, new Facebook page, Pebbles Reviews. Oh, yeah. So check that out as well. So, uh, yeah, so Stu, if you're listening, buddy, I'll, if not, I'll message you later. But uh, could use your uh, expertise for a couple weekends while Mike is off. So, well, actually, just to sidetrack slightly, yeah. um, I wonder if I can find... Here she is, the the girl, the woman that he he had on the show this week, right. Chloe Lee. Yeah, was absolutely amazing. I know, eh? I was watching the oh. video and stuff online, and I, I I got to hear a little bit of the show. So, yeah, I heard a little bit of the. I can't remember where I was. I, I, I was saying to you earlier offline. So, in the last seven days, I've driven. I've been behind the wheel of a car for nearly 24 hours, <laughs> a day out of the seven. So I can't remember where the hell I was. I've been driving somewhere, and I tuned into a bit, and then suddenly the internet died. But I then caught the video that he uh, put up. Yeah. It must have been yesterday or maybe even Thursday. Um, mate, she is brilliant. I really want to hear more of her. Yeah. She was top, top quality. You know what, man? She reminded me a little bit about Molly McKinnon. Yeah, definitely got that so, sort of vibe. It's got that kind of, um, it feels kind of Irish influenced, uh, you know, really deep 
uh, deep-rooted kind of folky thing and um, reminded me of like Sandy Denny and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. All, all the same sorts of people that uh, Molly McKenna um, reminded me of. She's, she's got that same sort of thing going on. But great little picking guitar bit, but the vocal is just like, my God. And like, you don't realise when you listen to it, but look at the video, like she, she's quite a small person, do you know what I mean? She doesn't look like she can belt out that much noise out of her, but man, that was huge. I was like, oh man, I love that. <laughs> it was really <laughs> Really good. Right on. So here we go with In uh, In Flames. In Hell with the Band Lutz in a song called <laughs> In Flames. Dig this. That was Lutz with In Flames. That was a very catchy, badass tune. I guess I had a very cool hook to it, man. That was a great tune. On the background, this one, I'm not sure, but I'm sure uh, we will uh, get an explanation soon enough, hopefully on our fan page or just uh, on Twitter. 
Yeah, I would say because I love, I do love um, that, that Paul kind of takes the time to go. Oh, yeah, this track's about that. Thanks for playing it. Um, yeah, I love this. It's, it's one of my albums of the year. It's uh, my official list will be released on Monday. Uh, but it's, it's like a proper, proper, really solid, really well put together, very quickly put together. I yeah, believe, eh? album. Um, which, which you know, normally these things take a bit of time, but it's just really well thought out. They clearly really, you know, bond. <laughs> to the gel together as musicians right um, oh, yeah. but yeah brilliant and uh paul obviously being the bass player i'm sure he'd be delighted to play that song because mate does that bass line shine through yeah no kidding eh <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love the explanation about the christmas song i mean it's too much to get to i can uh i'll have a look over it so i can maybe probably possibly paraphrase it for you but it was pretty funny and uh, uh yeah. talk about i was never listening to it and just like back before like months well, i think it was the summertime so maybe it was like september or august when they're recording in the garage right so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still great, though. Uh, but just uh, if, if you notice, Mike, I did a little bit of a kind of switching around because it was thinking about flow-wise. That's why yeah. I did ONS and LUTs first. And now we're going to go back to the song. Initially, I plan to put it in place, but I need to switch around because it sounded better this way. And this guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he just... Uh, he just has such, a, such, a, such an all-round, like good musician and he's done a bunch of flames uh flames different stuff and uh it's one of his first ones was lord numb and then we got houdini's ghost and now we have another one called burn the tv we played one last uh, week this is another one and they do have an ep out so uh he's like you know i'll send you a few tunes if you like it then we'll, we'll send the whole ep and of course we love this stuff man so here is a brand new burn the tv uh who's lord numb and uh I gotta look at the background again on it real quick, and uh, because of the the guy he did collaborate with, with the records under, I'm not gonna uh, say the wrong name, so I can take a look at it quickly. Either way, uh, this band is awesome. I love the way they've done this stuff. So this one's called Lava by Burn the TV. Dig this.
TV with Lava. I mean, that's another tune. I just love how he's able to intermix like the 80s into some tripped out, almost almost kind of gothic stuff. I mean, it's, I'm not sure it's the best way to put it, but like, man, <laughs> it's it's it just it's fantastic stuff. Absolutely, the uh, <clears throat> the mix on that was absolutely outstanding. Like the production on that track really really just was you could hear absolutely everything perfectly across the spectrum it was really really nicely done um i do love that uh that kind of um oh god i can't think of the band but that sort of mellow tripped out but has a bit of pace to it kind of thing and there's a really nice balance in that uh, band really no, well I, and his what? vocal always reminds me of, i can't think of it is. Pace, um, pace tripped out like the moody blues or like a little bit newer uh, a little bit newer. Okay, all right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I do a point with that one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I point that one, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's just a, it's a, just a really, really nicely done track, to be honest with you. I really, really enjoyed that. It was so proper cool. Or, uh, man, do you remember, uh, uh, well, the Simpsons one, but you remember uh, when he goes to Vegas with Flanders, and uh, uh, they're, they're trying to escape? He's like, he's like, what was it? Drug Town, the Moody Blues. Like <laughs> 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 Canada Rhymes is ass whooping time, right? They did he and Flanders take off. Like, oh man, it's so good. <laughs> like 
or the, the, the day you panic when you see the Moody Blues, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, great band, though, by the way. I mean, they're, they're albums, they're all out there. Those are just some, some tripped out stuff. And, and honestly, I, I'd venture to say that uh, Dandelion Charm is kind of a little bit of a new wave of, of Moody Blues. Think about some of the tunes. Think, of, think, think especially the song Skywalker. I totally go with that. that what, oh, I thought well, that's just changed. That's uh-huh. blown my mind. Oh, that has blown my mind slightly. Oh, not, 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 not just good looks with this guy. Oh, man. <laughs> the Dandelion Charm album is uh, where he appears in my top 10 for this year. I'm going to re listen to that with a completely different lens now. Yeah, I know. It, 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 that, that's why I love doing this the show uh, with because we always get the different opinions. I'm like, never thought about that. That's, that's, that's a good point. Oh, I just love that, mate. You've literally opened my... It's like taking acid. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> what do we have for it, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, quality. All right, man. Let's do quality. We're going to continue on here with quality. Uh, the next two bands are some good ones. Uh, next one up is a band called Slow Fashion, and this one's called The Breitbart Boys. Dig this. <laughs> Control and manipulate I see it in their eyes 
Slow Fashion and Breitbart Boys. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's B-R-E-I-T, Bart Boys. So I'm not sure. Mike, can't hear you, buddy. Got your mute button on. Stupid mute button. <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> I don't know, Breitbart, Breitbart. Is that, is that like, dodgy, horrible? Either way, man, that's a great ass punk tune. And right off a hop, tell me. Oh, then we'll continue on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who I thought. Right off a hop, the two bands that come to mind that that that's, that slow faction sounds like. Uh, I mean, well, for me, I was thinking uh, the Damned and New York Dolls. Okay, nice. <clears throat> I was. <clears throat> me, I was thinking Ramones and Sex Pistols, but. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean. <clears throat> Well, along the same lines, so I, was, I'm just, I was just curious. Like, I just want to obviously know what you have to say, too, obviously. But, yeah, yeah great tune, but very catchy, man. Love these guys. And we've heard a couple songs from them in the past as well. So let's just hope that more come along very soon. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're in a punk band and, and between two people, they say you sound like the Sex Pistols, the Ramones, the Damned, and New York Dolls, you've got to be pretty happy with that, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> well, selection. But, yeah, that whole era, I mean, that is such a – it is a proper – proper punk tune do you know what I mean it's, it's just got that you know we don't really care what you think this is what we think and uh, don't be a dick kind of mentality which is basically what punk is all about yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, I just love the line. I always forget there's the line in the middle that just goes, fuck off, Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Well, and, you know, I just think really quick, too, because a couple weeks ago, um, Em and I went to Niagara Falls for the night, and we went to the Rock and Roll Ox Museum. So, of course, you know, I told you walking in, you know, they're yeah. playing a couple of songs. So, now you, you hear, uh, <clears throat> first off, you hear Sharon going, Ozzy, he's like, rock and roll. <laughs> you know, and then. They, they go to Aussie tune and uh, I think it's Perry Mason actually. Oh, and nice! Then, <clears throat> and then they play a little bit from Anarchy in the UK, and uh, <clears throat> Johnny Lydon, aka Johnny Rodden. Uh, yes, he he was and still is a prick, but I mean, it's, it's, it's not not just part of of the the music attitude, but he's got a lot of good points. And still, I know I've mentioned this a few times before. And it's such a solid point, and more people should kind of, should should listen to this, or at least listen to that quote. And what when he was talking about this is years, this is like maybe ten years ago, so it's it's relatively recent. But he's talking about Sid Vicious, right? right? Everybody who knows Sex Pistols knows the whole story uh, of Sid and Nancy, and that sort of thing. You know, between the heroin addiction and, and Nancy being stabbed, and then you're figuring out because uh, Sid overdosed before the actual uh, trial, and they're still up in the air of whether he actually did or not because the amount of heroin was ingested. The whole thing. So another one of those great conspiracy theories, like uh, Kirk Cobain's murder and/or suicide. But point being <clears throat> is the one thing that that uh, Johnny Ron says, and you know, all the respect in the world for saying this. He says he goes. He says he goes. He says rock and roll slash slash didn't say slash, but rock and roll punk rock goes. He says you no, know, it's not just it's not just a time music. It's kind of feeling the whole thing. But he says, goes, he says to, he says, he goes, if you guys ever, he goes, and he goes, no, let me change that. He goes, he goes, there is nothing, and he goes, I mean, absolutely fucking nothing glamorous about being a drug addict and being a, and being a rock and roll. He goes, that will just drag you down each time. He goes, there's, so if you think, the thing that something goes, you don't belong in the music business at all. He goes, there's nothing glamorous about that at all. And it's like, man, straight to the point, rock on. That was such a good comment, such a good, and I remember that for years. Now they've ever had a problem with that, but it's like, that's such a good point. Yeah, definitely. He comes out with some some wise words. He's uh, he's hilarious because he just he's he's totally 
Andy's done. Kiss off. He pulls the microphone off and just takes off. Like, <laughs> just crazily unpredictable. And I guess that's his whole thing. <clears throat> but you do feel like he's got to a point now where he's just like, I'm, I literally <laughs> didn't care. Um, and so you never know, like, when you see interviews or whatever, you never know what you're going to get. But I do think he has a brilliant philosophy. And another thing he said about Sid Vicious is he was just like, we just didn't realise he was such a mess. And yeah. to be honest, they didn't know. It was just like, because he hit it so well. Yeah, and he was just like, we were young, we were crazy. He was in the band because he was good fun. He couldn't play the fucking bass guitar to save his life. He didn't play anything yeah. on any of the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, uh, he wasn't on the recording because he joined after, after um, the guy that could write the songs left. Yeah. Um, but he was just yeah. like, if we'd, if we'd have spotted it early, we just would have said, mate, let's just not do this anymore. But yeah, it all happened. You know, I mean, it all happened with that year, didn't it? Yeah, well, and, and of course, their 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 famous live performance on on the boat going going down the Thames, playing "God Save the Queen." <laughs> yeah, I love that. It was not on the Queen's twenty fifth. It was a Queen's it Silver Jubilee. It certainly was. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was that was the intent behind it. Now, what's what's really kind of kind of quote unquote stick it to the man, and they sure did that night. I love that. Uh, they tried to that. shut him down, but they couldn't get close enough to. They shut him down in time. <laughs> yeah, no, it, at least I before the song that. was finished, right? So. It's like when Rage Against the Machine did that thing on top of the building in Wall Street. Yep. And, 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 for their song, for the song, sorry, for their album, Evil Empire, which is the second one, they played on SNL, but they were supposed, they were slotted for two songs, but only played one. And why did they only play one song? Because, you know, obviously it's, it's done live and it's pre-recorded and, you know, they obviously do some ending a lot after, but they only play one song. Why? Because the boys from Rage Against the Machine hung the U.S. flag upside down, was it, which is the international symbol for distress. So they said, you know what? Nope. One song, you guys are done. We're not, they're not playing because of that alone. Oh, man. Yeah. Why is the world obsessed with flags? It's insane. Oh, that's so. That, so there, there you go. So if people know that, that's exactly why they only played one song for uh, once the Empire came out, was because the flag was on the drum kit and behind, upside down, international symbol for distress. Like, nope, one song, that's it. You guys are done. This one song, forget it. We're not, you're, not, you're not getting your second one, so... I feel like we should have an NMS flag, but it should only be allowed to be hung upside down. Well, how would people see my pretty face? Come on. <laughs> I didn't see if I was going to run the flag. Granted, I'd probably look better upside down anyways, but you know, so. And I don't know, man. I think, I think with the beard, <laughs> you know, if you, you'd have to, you know, at a certain angle, you could get away with an upside down face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. So, moving on. <laughs> so, moving on, our, our next song up is, a, is a, by a band called Dead at 27. This one's called Freak. Dig this. <laughs>
right on. Dead at 27 with Freak, man. I love that tune. That's like a super heavy tune. Very catchy. Just just really just gritty. Just like, oh, like hard thrashing sort of thing. But it's great heavy tune. Wait, that is such a great track. I love um, towards the end there, there's that kind of trippy um, breakdown bit. And then it just reminds me of old Adam West Batman where you know like when they punch people it come up on the screen with like thwack <laughs> hits you in the face like you're being hit in the face by Adam West as Batman with thwack at the end with this banging heavy uh, kind of right back into it and then oh we'll finish the song here it's just brilliant it's just really really nice <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's quality. I love that. I absolutely love that. Adam West, Adam <laughs> West. Look at the soft, look at For those Family Guy fans who remember when they had Adam West as Mayor West on. <laughs> oh, man, what a legend. <laughs> <laughs> My name's not Adam Wee, or is it? Hey, please tell you, nobody messes with Adam Wee. <laughs> 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 or he he runs in the, in the hospital like uh, Peter was there with his with Lois and, and her his sister and her sister's like uh, ready to give birth and he's like excuse me I was here first my leg is asleep can you imagine right I've never written a screenplay or anything, but can, can you imagine how difficult it must be to write for someone like Adam West? You must be like, say something like this, but do it in, in the way that you do it. Oh, okay. You <laughs> just must come out with this stuff. <laughs> popcorn, popcorn's too expensive, so I bring my own cream corn. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, the, the, the more favorite ones is when he gets mad at the pizza guy, and he's, and he's like, firing cats at him, and then he's going to pick him up, and he's like, Come on, man. Come on, Come on, Paul. Paul! Who calls her a cat, Paul? Mayor West, you have a fuma. What were you thinking? Stupid? Yes. Idiotic? Yes. And that was like, just like dead silence after that. People of Kohog, if, uh, if, Rolling around, toxic waste can get the, the Griffin's uh, superpowers. It can do the same for me. Yay! <laughs> and then he jumps fence. He's like rolling around and he gets some foam on me. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I, 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 man, I'd be dying laughing that entire time. So um, let's get moving on here because it's a little bit of a long side right there, but that's all right. Uh, next up, we have uh, a song by a band called Gun Rock You. This one is called. Shark Week 2010. Dig this.
Shark Week 2010, another great punk tune, man, and just it just so catching. So uh, it's just yeah, just classic like good old school punk, and like I just I just I just love the title like Shark Week 2010, just like Shark Week and John. It's awesome. So great, great, great tune, and uh, we all know there actually is Shark Week, and then um, not going to go into detail, but guys have their own version of Shark Week as well. But uh, that's something we'll talk about on here. Anyways, so go ahead, Mike. I, I, I've got to ask you about that off air. I don't know what, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh man, that that tune—it's just got early offspring written all over. Oh yeah, say in the ombre um, kind of era, and I oh, I just love that. I absolutely love that. It's right up my street. Oh, I love punk. It's so good. It's so singing. So what a brilliant track that is. And the solo in it, and then it just stops. I love that when you do a solo, and then everything stops. And you go, one, two, three, four, bang. Oh, come on. More of that. Oh, please. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. Oh, man. Well, it just gets better, because next up, we have another new song by Without Andrew. This is off their new album, Dead on Arrival. This one is called Sanctuary. Dig this. Between me and you 
off their new album dead on arrival which is a great album and we pretty much played almost the entire there's like maybe one or two songs we haven't played yet but we're gonna have to have to have them on for an interview in the new year as well and they tweeted about us last week saying you know what these guys love our album what do you guys think you know they put out their listeners saying how much we love it because dead on arrival is a, is a great album i really enjoy it it is a fantastic album it's and, a really 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 solid album and you know what That's it was Sorry, uh, Mike, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just, I just had a couple more thoughts to follow through on here just real quick. Evan and I were talking about it because I was, because, you know, obviously, like, you know, during, during the song, I, I was like two feet away. So I, so I just went to grab a drink and I looked at, I looked at them. I said, it kind of sounds like Simple Plan, eh? And she goes, oh, yeah, I can see that. You know, they started talking about it. Like, and, and a little bit of Sum 41. And she goes, you know what? Initially, I was thinking Blink 182, but she goes, yeah, kind of Sum 41 is kind of what I'm thinking. I think as well, that makes more sense. And mainly because, they have uh, some 41 a lot of songs, at least their, 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 their kind of starting stuff has that kind of 80s soul, but in a pop punk tune. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it sounds good. They make it work. And that's 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 what, what happened a lot in this song. So, yeah, big props and love love without Andrew. Yeah, absolutely. Love. It reminds me a bit of the Misfits as well, to be fair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a bit like going on. Mate, it's just brilliant. It's such a good album. It really, really is an outstanding album. Um, and yeah, just, jeez, <laughs> oh man, I love it because you're sitting there listening to stuff like that and you just can't help but nod along and going for it. And it just gives you so much energy to feed off the music. Like, it's absolutely outstanding. I think they're from Manchester, actually. I um, think so, yes. Worth a trip at some point, uh, but yeah, absolutely brilliant. Proper punk rock, I love it. Well, we still got about five songs up for part one. We're still gonna be rocking and rolling here, and um, I believe I had a point to get to, but I'm blanking on that right now. So that's alright. Obviously, not that important. I'll remember after the next tune, uh, just because we got so much good music tonight, and it's been so excited to do this show because like it just like such a, a crazy mix, like because the heavy stuff, the heavy stuff is all over the place. You know, it's not just heavy metal it's heavy rock it's heavy horror it's heavy punk you know and then you just kind of i just trying to kind of get to kind of jump up down here and around what was man like i ripped my hair out trying to do it but when i got the when i got down i was like man this sounds amazing and even listening to it here i switched around a couple of songs I was like no nah, it's nah, gonna go over here no it's not gonna fit it's like that sounds better that's what i want to hear I always know it's going to be a good week when I get multiple texts from you going, oh, I changed it again. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Getting upset. <laughs> so, yeah, man, let, let's get right back into it again. So uh, next up is another one of our favorites, and these guys are from Lansing, Michigan. And this is a band called Heart of Jordan. The song's called Your Vengeance. Dig this.
Right on, Heart of Jordan with your vengeance. And man, that was uh, such a fucking heavy tune. One of my favorite tunes on that album. A great tune, just like, oh, bang, right in your face. Catchy hooks, like good lyrics, just like really kind of full throttle. Let's kick some ass. Let's do this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is in your face is the right expression i think it's so in your face it's unbelievable uh you know i really like that man that's just got that groove heavy groove heavy metal groove thing going on where it's just like yeah it's brilliant really eats gets into your soul man i absolutely love that i think it's top top quality um on a completely unrelated sidetrack but i thought oh when i saw this in the week i was like i have to uh have to see if you've seen this and talk about this, right? All right. You know Roswell, where there was uh, an alleged UFO crash in yes. the 40s? Um, I don't know where in the US it is, but somewhere. Um, it's quite a big place, the US. <laughs> Nevada? Nevada? Nevada, maybe. Nevada, I think. Don't know. <laughs> don't know. But um, anyway, there's, there's this, basically, someone's like commissioned this statue, right? Mm -hmm. It's 22 feet tall. It's a 22 foot alien statue right and it's basically just there to advertise like a dunkin donuts i think it is or something like that right guess how much someone's it's made out of styrofoam guess how much someone made to uh, someone spent sorry to custom make this statue 20 30 000 35 000 dollars wow <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just the most random thing you've ever heard? Yeah, no kidding. That's <laughs> all that. I was like, what? <laughs> well, that, that's that's the, the good old US of A for you, right? So. <laughs> and what boat, I suppose. But yeah, I, I thought that was quite cool. <laughs> and that, that, that is cool. Just like, wow, it's a lot of money. So, um, <laughs> and, and next up, our next band up is a band called Eve to Adam. This one's called Hurt Me. Dig this. <laughs> Sure. 
Steve Adam and Hurt Me. Now, man, that is a powerful tune. Just heavy. The, the harmonics and vocals are great. Just, they're just such a, oh, my God, it's great. But, man, catching this goes right up to the very end. And we play these guys for a couple weeks in a row now. And that's a big thank you to Curtain Call Records for sending us uh, stuff by Eve to Adam. So, man, great stuff. Love the music. Yeah, nice one, Curtain Call. Um, that is, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, man. There's so much to say. It's a brilliantly produced tune. Um, but, you know, you could brilliantly produce something. And it still wouldn't sound good unless it was so well written. But that is so so well written. <laughs> it's got that going on as well. There's all the little bits in it, isn't there? There's the like you say. There's the, the guitar harmonies in there. Uh, sorry, the vocal harmonies in right. there. There's the uh, there's that fantastic bit where it does the um, it does a line of half time and then a line of full pitch speed, and a line of half time, and then there's that phaser pedal thing going on in there, which is just a wicked effect um, towards the end. Yeah, it's just got so much so many cool little bits in there it just really really is awesome i absolutely love that it's really nicely done lots of intricacies in the recording well, man we got three more tunes left for part one and this is a heavy wind down it's not really wind down it's more building up so our next one up is a band one of my favorites bands called evil and strange this is off their album idiom this one's called come alive dig this
Right on. That was Evelyn Strange with Come Alive. And man, I was asking him, said, what two early 90s alternative bands do they sound like? And she says, you know what? Honestly, <clears throat> she said that the, kind of, the, the, the vocalist <clears throat> kind of sounded like Annie from Gypsy Ghost. Oh, but nice. That's a progression. So I can kind of hear the 80s and, and the <clears throat> and alternative you're talking about. Because I was thinking like early Soundgarden, Alice in Chains for the beginning part of the song. I, I would go on Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, yeah, definitely, definitely. But that's nice. It's a fair point, mate. That is very yeah. gypsy ghosty in the vocals. I like that. Good she, perspective. She's getting a little bit more comfortable. She'll never be like uh, a, 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 a third co-host. But, you know, once in a while she'll speak about her uh, her opinion at least because, like I said many times, they can't see you. <laughs> so, it's true. And then, to be honest, they're missing out. Exa exactly, right? So. <laughs> I can see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, they have to look at us, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, my apologies ahead of time. <laughs> no, no, it's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, it's a brilliant tune. Speaking of like, uh, funny how I was saying about the halftime bit in the last track, this has got a brilliant, um, brilliant, brilliant. Um, uh, a switch between the two um, throughout the song is I just I do really like that I think it's really smart when you do it well when you have that kind of start down to half time get it back up to full and just add that kind of depth give the listener a bit of a break but also add a little bit of interest and everything else is brilliant and um, but yeah so so Alison Chainsy it's just beautiful oh, yeah. <laughs> it makes me so happy uh, <laughs> he's overcome with emotion yes <laughs> oh man I'm weeping so, uh, so we have two songs to get to for part one. Next up is a band called No Resolved, and the song is called Kill Us. Dig this.
Right on. That was no resolve with kill us. And right away, I was like, it's like, and who reminds you of? She's like, I don't know. I was like, oh, come on. It's like, Linkin Park's like, oh, oh yeah, now you hear that. It's like, ah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm finally, I'm, I'm kind of, kind of, kind of finally tuning her ear, right? She's getting used to this stuff. So she's got, she's got, she's got a good, good ear on her, you know, but I'm, I'm kind of finally tuning into different stuff as well, kind of uh, opening up her, her, her horizon, so to speak. So. You gotta be careful with with your phrasing there, because it sounds like you're training a dog, and she's gonna kill you off air. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's she, she's uh, she's winding up right now. She's sitting right next to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so man, uh, you can say your piece of this song, and then we got a kick-ass last song. So go ahead, Mike. Tell us about this awesome song. <laughs> I can't remember. I was gonna say that. Um, no, I, <laughs> um, that's a brilliant tune. I heard um, there's definitely a bit of Lincoln Park in there, and that whole scene, which is really really good. Uh, to kind of hear um, in your face, but um, it also reminded me. Do you remember Static X? Yeah, oh, yeah of course, man. The huge yeah. spikes, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy what? who used like egg yolks to do his hair. Or something. Yeah, oh yeah. And it was was it was it uh, was, it, was it push it? Ja, push it. Ja, push it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sadly, he didn't he commit suicide. I think it was really something sad. Something like that. Yeah, about ten years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago, wasn't it? But um, anyway, uh, it, it was a little bit... I, I'm glad that you, you... I thought, am I going mad or can I hear this? But I think there's a, a little bit of that in there as well, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I, that, that's a really cool song. That's like a proper heavy once again. Vocals were outstanding, were they not? Yes, they were. And man, last song up, I made a... Not quite last minute switch when I was looking at it. I was like, like no, that's not going to fit. So I put something in it and I was telling Emma about this and a friend at work, Megan, who I got into this band as well, and uh, I've been trying to give her like a Dropbox, like so I give her like a Dropbox, like Georgia and stuff like that. I cut the cut she doesn't do the podcast, right? And she's she's a bit of a metalhead herself, you know. And nice. she likes their stuff as well. So and uh, she likes his band just as much as we do. So this is one our one of our personal favorites, and this was courtesy of Inverse Records. And I can't wait till the album comes out. This is a band called Wish You Were Dead by uh, sorry, the song's called Wish You're Dead by a band called Lost Division. And man, these are the sh- her vocals are some of the most powerful vocals for such a tiny little thing. And she just man, she can project like miles and miles away and like shatter glass. It's so strong. So, DVS, here we go with Lost Division and Wish You Were Dead. Dig this.
Right on. Lost Division with Wish You Were Dead. And my God, is that a fucking amazing hard rocking tune? And man, her vocals are just nothing short of amazing. There's the power and range. Like, wow. And those, man, they, that's one man, man. They know how to tear it up. That's uh, not, 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 not just like vocally. But just artistically and and, and uh, the production of the song, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's just, oh, it's right in there. The, the, the guitars in that are absolutely brilliant. Oh, man, I know, right? Yeah, it's just so, so fresh. It's absolutely wonderful to listen to that. Uh, and then, yeah, vocals is just like, oh, come on. It's just so in your face. It's brilliant. Brilliantly powerful. Uh, yeah, that's a fantastic tune, man. I'm a big fan of that, you know. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here. Be back in five minutes with part two. That's the end of part one. We'll be right back. And we got a tripped out part two. We're going to be kicking up with a new, brand new Jupiter Velvet song with one of the Wild Horse Blast Bomb Pyramids Crushed by Pimps, Hourglass, Joe Signs, Loving Kind, Distant Minds, Never Wake. Uh, the list just goes on and on. We're going to kick some ads in part two as well. So we'll be right back in about five, ten minutes. Until then, bones out. 